Welcome to the Art Impact Podcast, a place to talk about walking your path and leading your artistic career through mastery, entrepreneurship, and social impact. I'm Raquel Balestella, a business coach and a theater maker, and I'm here to help you build a sustainable, impactful, and freaking awesome career as an artist. Following your creative call is one of the most exhilarating and deep down fulfilling journeys there is. And it's one where we feel the most vulnerable too. It can be everything but easy at times, but I know you wouldn't settle for anything less. This podcast is made by and for entrepreneurial artists who are finding new ways of creating more art and impact in the world. If learning how to lead your career as an entrepreneur while building a heart-to-heart community, having a pretty beautiful bank account and loads of fun along the way, it's your thing too, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome back to the Art Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Raquel Balistella, and I'm so thrilled to have you here. So after a a bit of a break, here we are back. We are back again. And in today's episode, I'm talking to Sinead Kulen, an architect, artist, and movement medicine teacher with a fascination for how humans co-create. She supports individuals and organizations to access their creativity for positive change. I love this conversation so much. Let's jump in. So welcome back to the Art Impact podcast, Sinead Cullen. Uh, it's so great to see you today. It has been a while, isn't it? It has been a few months, and it's really good to be back. I could, uh, I'm so excited um, just to see you again. And we we hardly know one another, but it's like, oh, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same <laughs> here, same here. It's it's funny because it's the sensation that uh, well, we met once in the last mm. podcast, and this is our second time, but at the same time we I think we have so much in common in a way so that feels so much close and intimate although it's just our second meeting so it's really Mm. it's a really funny funny feeling yeah yeah, I I feel it too yeah 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 and and we don't know what's going to happen so this is a little bit of uh we're we're winging it here so it's good yes yes (laughs) opening the space opening the space great great yeah so for our listening listeners out there Today, we, uh, me and Sinead, we thought we would like to just share with you our conversation about a few topics that are very dear to us. And so more than like an interview structured uh, episode, today we, it's really uh, more of an exploration uh, chat about creativity, about the impact of creativity in a community and in pers- in our personal life, how where those things they mix or don't mix, where they relate or don't relate, uh, 
and um, and and the crossovers uh, between our work and and everything else that will appear in in the yeah in the exploration today. So I'm really really excited to to start on that. Yes, and um, so good. Um, I I think I would like to start start off um, unless you have another question, Shanae, Do you have something to say? No, I'm I'm just getting I think let's get started. Then let's get started. Yes, yes. Um so I think for me something that came to my mind a lot that uh, I think I would love to talk more with you is kind of it's kind I've I really came this word to my mind kind of the anthropology of creativity, you know, like where mm. in our human uh existence you know where 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 does it come you know the the need for that the need mm. to create the need to and to create art you know um so this this word like anthropology came to to my mind and mm. and i was I, i i was so amazed really to by your experience with the the intentional communities that mm. you visited and in your project and all how creativity was such a vital part you know or, or of their stu structure of their uh, being as a community you know mm. and um yeah so i think i i have lots I, for me it's very cute i'm very curious on that because um i think that's a missing piece in our culture today and in the way that we teach and and kind of um graduate form artists you know we we focus so much on the individual we focus so much on what you want to create as an artist your story your biography your passions you know and i don't i don't want to take out the value of any of that I really don't you know and the importance of all of that i really don't they are all very important but we really for we really missed uh, i really feel we missed the link you know the the organic link or the natural link or we tend to miss or or we don't teach that at all the this link between our art our creation and the world we are we live in and mm -hmm. the communities we are part of and the change you know we want to make out there mm -hmm. what what do you what do you yeah what are what are your thoughts on that yeah it's interesting as you're speaking I'm just behind you I'm noticing the, the bookshelves and I'm just thinking about the, this idea of pigeonholing that we are each individual and because uh, recently what's come to my mind is around my 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 main formal education is in architecture and uh, recent you know I, I think I've spent I love the education. It was very individual. It was very focused. It was very egotistical, which I, I think we talked about it a bit the last time, which was exciting, you know, as a young person. But I've been unlearning an awful lot of, of what I learned, not to criticize the education, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there was a lot that I I didn't see or I didn't learn. or I, I had to kind of unlearn some aspects of my approach to the creative process or the design process 
um, which was so much about what I'm going to do and my experience and what I'm doing and my little world and, you know, how am I going to do all of this to get, you know, to, to make my stamp, you know, in some way on society or, you know, whether it's in a building or a piece of art, it's like, how am I going to do that? And there was always this kind of a, I've always kind of felt there's like a bridge between me and, um, or there was a bridge between me and um, the public. The public were really, it was almost like a means of, that was where my art was going to end up or the architecture was going to end up. And it's an interesting point that you've made about the anthropology. I wonder about in the past, like the only way we survived through the millennia was together. You know, we weren't, you didn't have so many wandering, you know, solo artists out in the wild <laughs> you were <Yes. laughs> I mean perhaps there were I, I just don't know I think you know there aren't really strong records for those solo artists many many thousands of years ago but um I think there's a lot of presumption I think there's a lot of talk about you know in the past people would have been too busy to create art and that art and creativity are a privilege mm. there's that presumption mm. I think that art is a privilege and I don't believe that it is a privilege um mm. and this definitely came up before as well but um you know people when the, you invent something you're also creating there's that balance between practicality and making it beautiful the first thing you come up with might be kind of the first line or whatever it might have been at the first circle they might have been oh what you know what's that or the first tools they would have been finessing and that kind of evolution and there's a desire in in humans for beauty um and beauty being part of it but expression as well wanting wanting to express themselves and that all emerged from being in community mm-hmm. and recognizing the individual you know it's it being from a community but being able to express as an individual within the community there was a constant you know I think there can only there's always a weaving between one and the other and our Mm. we've got this incredible capacity as humans other um I don't know that all that other um beings have that capacity for individuation we can recognize our group and then we can recognize ourselves as as an individual so um yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of fascinating in a way. Maybe creativity is this place of weaving. Yeah, mm. I, yeah, I don't, yeah, between these different capacities. Yeah, mm. that's where I've gotten to so oh. far. Anyway. Oh wow, I love that. I really love that. Wow. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. This we weaving, yeah, this weaving tool. You know where we mm. we weave ourselves into the community and the community into ourselves somehow mm-hmm. isn't it we found this 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 connection yeah so mm-hmm. uh, other thing that for me i would love to for me in my experience and i know this you know can be just very personal or or at the end and and i'm not saying that's the only you know only type of art which is valid or not no 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 judgment there but um but like in my experience i for me creativity and connection creativity Mm -hmm. and interconnect connectedness in a way you know i i like i like the same coin like not the two faces of the same coin i can't i can't really um 
yeah, think of that I'm creating something. Because for me, for me, Raquel Balistella, creating is always a form of connection. It always comes from from the impulse, from the desire of connecting with something, you know, and it can be connecting with myself in a way, with a part of myself that I, you know, that's difficult to connect or that I want to explore or, or honestly, many times a part of my uh, myself that is in pain at this very moment, you know, and I want to, I want to relieve, re- have a relief for that in some way or, you know, to connect with that in some way um, or a way of connecting out there, you know, like, for example, in theater, you know, like of establishing this relationship with with the audience of, you know, having something to be shared, having, creating something that creates a moment of connection between me, my colleagues in the stage, and, you know, a, a bunch of unknown people out there, you know? And uh, so I think for me, they are always very, very, yeah, together. They're very, very connected. And um, yeah, how how do how is that for you? Do do you think? What are what are beautiful thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I think that's gorgeous. Actually, this so because I, I I I agree on that. It's one of the words that I always I always have in. Within the, within the work that I do it's like um create inspire um connect transform these are words that um, change mm. these come up all the time but mm. I think we're constantly in connection it's part of just being alive you know it's like we're connected to our senses connected to our experience and our creativity and art gives us the capacity to Uh, I'm thinking on a really personal level recently I was listening to something about trauma Mm -hmm. and you know the way that we I'm I'm not going to go deep into that that but in this such amount of of talk about trauma at the moment and you know one of the ways you know the only way really I suppose to really move beyond our trauma is to to learn to be witness to our emotions and to allow the, the sensations of our bodies to move and that's such a profound um, way of connecting to uh, lost parts of ourselves or frozen parts of ourselves or oh, like past parts of ourselves. And such beautiful art can come from this, mm. you know, such truth mm. can come from it, from that connection. And there's freedom as well in our capacity to connect our stories of that with others and I love that idea of you talking about those moments in theatre of making those of those connections I think that it's it's there's so much in that that um that essence of our our need to connect in different ways and to keep on there's something the word that keeps coming up as well is dynamic it's it's always in Mm. in movement there's something very beautiful about that movement of being aware of ourselves and being aware of that kind of expanding awareness in the world around us to others and then coming back to ourselves and other people are expanding and coming back as well and somehow we're again weaving and, and, and creating something and building relationship in that um yeah there's a yeah there's something about the there's almost like that that, that idea of of seasons or or 
kind of of cycles of of creating coming back and coming out and coming back and and coming out that mm. feels like everything else in nature so um yeah that idea of connection is is really beautiful and you mentioned as well that idea of the in the that instant as well we talked about that the last time about the um about you know a piece of art being just a moment in time really a pause point mm. and uh it's almost like in the weaving I'm, just, I'm weaving with my fingers here but those little, cross, <laughs> yeah. little crossover points that are moments and I think a place that we get hung up in so many aspects of our world at the moment is trying to hold on to those places you know like trying mm. to make the moment last longer rather than just being I think an example theatre is such a beautiful example you were there with it you know there's no taking photographs because you're just going to ruin it for other people Mm -hmm. you're just with it and it becomes a part of your it's a collected shared experience uh you're there you're with it you have it and and you move on and it's um and then there's another thing that arises (laughs) another beautiful moment arises um yeah 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 yeah, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I think it's that's it's very yeah, no, 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 I, I love that. And mm. and and I think what what I hear from what you're saying is is this way of creativity as a as a way, as a form of connection with ourselves, with the others, you know, with the other other human beings with whom we are, you know, spending this time this time on earth together, you know, and and then but also like a way of connecting with something deeper or higher, like with nature somehow. You say you talk about the cycles and how in nature nature has its creative cycles and, and when we create we feel we are connected to that, you know? Uh, well that's that's how how I feel at least and um and and I always like for, for example now I'm developing uh I'm, it's really really exciting I'm developing a new theater project after like years and years and years away from theater like since since I became a mom really like mm. theater was much more in in my head and you know in, in pens and papers and things I would write and imagine than really on on stage or anywhere else because it was yeah I found really really hard to conciliate you know like yeah being on creating theater sharing theater and being a mom of young children like I yeah I didn't find a way to that and um and um yeah so and then my 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 work as an entrepreneur started from this point which is interesting for me because at the end of the day being an entrepreneur is for for me is very similar than work creating theater in a way you know I think you are creating a, an experience uh, for someone of course it's a, it's a different stage and all of that you know a different medium but uh, I think entrepreneurship it really allowed me to to focus my energy in in another area that I could and and to really find yeah uh, creativity there as well but now that I'm I'm coming well going back in my woo, super long story but now that I'm coming back to theater because my two lovely boys are a bit older now um 
we I'm I'm developing a theater a project uh, for looked after children, and uh, and it's been re a really an amazing, beautiful, inspiring experience, and and then I was for example I was like trying recently I was finding the the story you know that I'm, that we are going to work together. Uh, with the children in the workshops and now and I was looking and looking and looking and I couldn't find anything you know like this chaotic process you know part yeah. of the creative process and I couldn't find any story that I would really like satisfy you know a few oh no that's the one and I looked and I looked and I looked and uh and after you know a few days things start things that just came together and I, and I and I and I thought oh no actually the story that that I want to create is this bit from this from this bat from that mm -hmm. and this new piece that I'm writing and you know and then a new story came together came to be you know mm -hmm. and I felt so it was such a, a moment of fulfillment and satisfaction because I I felt not only because I was happy with the story that we now have, okay, but it's because of being part of this process, you know, feeling that I'm part of a process, you know, that uh, where where things um, come together where, in a way where things are connected. It's kind of finding the connections, you know, kind of those things they were connected, but I, we didn't knew they were connected. And now after after going through the creative process oh i see the connection yeah. that kind of kind of already was there you know so there is this this feeling of connecting with something bigger somehow you know bigger than than myself and and that's really really fulfilling that's really 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 fulfilling yeah yeah because it's always that there's always that what it, 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 there's always that leap of faith when you launch into the creative process um, and you look, you have this idea of, and this is something that I, re I remember a, a flatmate of mine or years ago, I'd be designing and she's like, how do you know what it's going to look like? I was like, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. The same way you, you, you believe that the connections are going to appear and you learn because you, you can definitely put some kind of structure on the creative process, but uh, it, there's it, you know, there's lots of diagrams that show the process. And then there's some really, really funny ones that go like, you know, you start off, you don't know what you're doing. And then suddenly at the end, you do kind of figure out something. But I love the, for me, I'm really interested in this idea of of trust and the idea of the unknown. It's mm. almost like, mm. I, I think it's phenomenal that at the center of our galaxy is a black hole, like a place of absolute nothingness, you know, and that we all emerged from, like nothingness there's something about the creative process that's kind of cycles back to that for me that you have to it sounds a bit bonkers but you <laughs> can't know what it's going to be it is a good feeling you have to balance together some kind of a structure and some and, and faith and trust you know and, and also that if you've if you've done it before like you hadn't done it for a number of years and um there's always that sense of like you know oh my you know I know for myself, there's often that sense of, holy crap, like, you know, maybe it won't work this time. Um, yeah, it's interesting what's on my mind as well. Is I'm curious about, for you, was the process different 
because you're now a mom like have you have the have the way you've re- been seeing your boys be creative or how they've grown up has that changed the way you create and work or yeah just curious mm. to know what effect that has has had on your own process mm, such a nice question such a beautiful question um yeah i think it definitely it definitely did it definitely did um i think i think i think what what i think two two things i think it the process of of becoming a mom and you know and and also going through this creative process which is motherhood you know for me well i think maybe that's my lens <laughs> to everything i see but but uh, you know like this this for me i, re- I remember when i when i after I, I had my my first uh, son Martin, and and going through through the pregnancy and and the birth, and then he and then he was at home with us, and and I, I remember like two things were so so strong in my mind. First one was like, oh my god, like how powerful life is, you know how how powerful life ha- can has its own powerful process you know to to become to to develop and you know and i didn't i didn't had this experience like so close you know like for me because of i know my family experiences and maybe yeah, a bit uh, more uh, previous experience or more a bit more traumatic you know experience i had some some kind of sense in myself of Wow, death has a is really powerful. It's a really powerful force, a creative force in a way. You know, like what comes out of of after death. You know, like all the rearrangements and recreations. That somehow in myself was a really really tangible experience, really tangible understanding. But with being pregnant and then giving birth and all, it was the first time that I could really experience like, oh, life has a process of totally of his own, you know, and and it's so powerful, you know, like, and uh, because, for example, I had a very difficult pregnancy and uh, like I lost 30 kilos and gained further 30 after, you know, I lost 10 and then gained further 30 until the end of my pregnancy. It was a really crazy time for me and I could just see like how, how life was you know persistently and doing her way you know and uh and, and Martin was absolutely fine on all, all of this madness but um so that, I think that's what was one thing you know like to be very close to to the creative process of life and be able to experience that and then another thing is that when Martin was a few days old, and uh, and I remember once um, he we woke up in the middle of the night. He woke up in the middle of the night, and I woke up, mm-hmm. and I and I look at him, and he made uh, with his face a few a few. You know, he was a really tiny baby. He was just a few days <laughs> old, but he he made a few expressions in in his face that came like from surprising to happiness to to pain or fear almost crying and then happiness again you know like just very very 
And I remember of looking, you know, and all this this move transition and kind of like seeing it all, you know, like I, I just felt, oh, I'm, I'm seeing it all here, you know, and and was a moment that I felt, oh, I like, <laughs> I don't need to see anything more, you know, like I, before I had myself a big uh, hunger, you know, to see beautiful things and, and other, and of course, I still love to, I still love to go to theater and, and, and exhibitions and all of that, but that was such a yeah deep beautiful moment just in front of me and uh, just to really see oh man yeah life is just so magical mm. and um and then after just like seeing them develop and I think that was a big aha for me just to see how children they do develop creatively they do develop through a creative process you know the, the way that they develop it's like by try and error, the try and error and exploring and creating and exploring and creating, you know. And so just to see that like this thing that I called creativity that looked so, um, I know, just sometimes exclusive to me or so abstract sometimes or, or whatever actually was really a tool, you know, of humanity, a tool that we carry with us since, uh, yeah since we are born and if we are giving the right conditions you know supportive conditions uh that's the tool that that we that we use to grow and um yeah so in a a very long answer (laughs) to your question but uh yeah yeah i think so i think at the end the to to make a sentence i think be, becoming a mom in my in, in my in my case it it made me closer to my creativity you know it made me closer to my to my creative impulses and 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 more so more in a way more confident with them you know than than before and uh yeah more familiar i think with them so although there was this big gap of of theater or you know or artistic creation we can say mm-hmm. although there was a lot of writing uh uh yeah it, it, it expressed itself through writing a lot i i i don't i don't feel i don't feel lost you know i don't feel lost i don't feel there was a, there was a time lost i feel there was a time of development in any way in a different way yeah 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 oh that's beautiful oh um i love it i think what, what i'm really struck with is the way you express that idea of like life's creative force i could really feel i could really feel that and um just that this uh, and the, uh, the other thing that comes to mind is that purity the pure expression of a child like I don't have children of my own but I do have nieces and nephews and I I remember um one of my nephews in particular sitting with him um he was only a few days old and he's sitting on my um like just lying on, on my knee and we were by a window and he was just looking out at the clouds and or you know I don't know what he was looking at I'm not sure what he was seeing but his eyes were drawn towards the sky and I just remember like I was crying because it's so beautiful yeah because there's such a a beauty and a purity and a simplicity and an honesty um in 
and a curiosity in the in the in the looking in the listening in the experiencing of life um and it's it is it's profoundly beautiful and uh there is i think the, the only other time I've, i i i do feel that the, the only other place i really really feel it is out in nature mm. and when i'm even just there before we got onto the call i was looking out the window at the back of my house here and it's I'm not I'm not very far from the sea but there's a bit of a cliff edge and the wind is blowing in off the Atlantic and hitting the cliff edge and obviously blowing air up and there's a group of of crows that are just having an absolute blast they are just having the best time (laughs) they're flying along and they're getting they're coming off the field they're getting caught on the wind and they're blown up in a big circle and they're going one after another and they're like a group of kids on a roller coaster or and they're there's just such a such a sense of just pure joy they're just playing with the wind and they play there quite often if the wind comes in um, from a certain direction, the crows are there and they're like flying on their back. They they just have such a, a, a good, just a really, really good time. And like, I love that there's nothing force in it. There's nothing. Mm. Um, and it is, it's a dance. It It, it is just like, it's. A, it, it, it could call it a piece of theatre if you want to. You could call it, it doesn't even, it doesn't need labels. It's just pure. It's beautiful. And it's just a, really just a simple expression of, you know winged beasts in you know winged animals in flight you know playing with the wind um wow. and there's something about that that you know i think that's where i'm coming coming back to two different things on my mind one is that gap in creativity because i had that as well in architecture mm-hmm. but i feel like i think if you're if you're I think all of life is constantly feeding us because sometimes I kind of give myself a bit of a hard time going I should have been I should be building more buildings I should be doing things am I still an architect if I haven't built anything for a while but mm-hmm. I realize there's so many creative things you write as well like I write I, I paint and there's the creativity is happening in us all the time and it doesn't mean we have to be producing we can be appreciating the world as well. You know, creativity has those who are creating and those who are observing. And that's another that's, that's another form of connection. Sometimes we're receiving, sometimes we're offering. Um, mm. And so it's all feeding our own creative process. And the other thing that's on my mind is even just that difficulty of labeling it. Sometimes it just... It's just messy, isn't it? You know, it's just it's like it, it reminds me of like you know the way again. This sounds like a criticism, but like the way sometimes art is described, I'm just like, oh, Lord. it's like the way wine is described sometimes. I'm like, oh. I just don't know if this really tastes like a whatever. Like, you know, like I can't even think of salty, strawberry, chocolatey. You know, sometimes it just tastes good <laughs> I know that doesn't make for a very good label but you know it's like sometimes I think we try so hard to describe things in clever ways where we could just leave it let it be an experience I do remember being at um, a lecture a long time ago in college I was a visiting lecturer it was Peter Cook he's a famous British architect and I was quite excited because he did really interesting work in the, the 60s and 70s. And, you know, it was quite out there stuff. 
and I love the way he came up on stage and like, you know, there's usually this kind of um, requirement to, you know, <laughs> impress the students. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I remember him really specifically saying, look, I'm not great with words. I'm going to say a bit. I'm going to show you images and you can ask questions. How about that? We were like, yay! And it was just wonderful. He wasn't trying to... He's like, I'm just exploring something. He was really honest. He's like, I'm just really curious. And I made these blobby shapes. And I can, like, you know... I just love that. I love the authenticity of that. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, sometimes we can just try too hard. And I'm just thinking again, just going Mm. back to your original question about the anthropology. I think that... The evolution of our own creativity it just happened like the same way that your your boys learn to to crawl or to walk you know it's like that curiosity and expression and you know trying and creating and then it didn't work doesn't work so you try again there's something very organic in it and there's something very liberating in realizing that yeah mm. yeah Mm. Mm. yes oh yes <laughs> oh yeah from me there yeah yeah no no it's, it's such a so nice to be able to to explore together and you know yeah. it's and um Sinead, it's so amazing the images that you bring about you know the creative process i it's they're so so powerful so beautiful like mm. the the pauses you know um it's really transformative and you know like to think about the the works as pauses and or and the weaving you know and and even like just doesn't need to be a a wine label (laughs) you know you don't need to produce you know a a wine with a, a very you know like or or at least to understand that you might be you might have to produce a label for yeah. your wine you know and you might have to use all those complicated words because you know that's the word we live in sometimes and you know and we need to defend our project sometimes for mm-hmm. a few a few people or funders or whatever you know or um or no but um you know okay so sometimes you need to produce this label but actually, what we are all looking for is is just a good wine, mm. <laughs> or at least <laughs> just give me the good stuff. <laughs> it would look a bit weird, though, wouldn't it, if you went into a shop for wine and they all just said the good stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. We do need some differentiation. I guess that's where our yeah. languages evolved from, but. There's something about coming back to that really simple. Simplicity. Yes, yeah. there is something there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, and it's true. And and I and thinking about like labels and things like that. Like I think there is something with art or maybe with anything, even with wine, that if you get to know it, you know, if you get to develop skills and tastes and then you more and more need something, you know, um, better and better and better because you you feel it more, you taste it mm-hmm. more, and and that's true. That's really true. That's really really true. Like, I, for example, I have a dear friend of mine, and he's a, a pianist, and he 
he's an amazing pianist and he tells me like I I I go just to a few piano concerts now very very few because if I go to one that I I know that won't be you know that good it's just painful for me <laughs> it's painful you know I I feel I feel terrible you know and uh and so I think there is definitely and and that's my case with theater as well you know when I, I go to very selected plays. I don't go don't go to any play for fun. You know, I I can't do that because yeah. if they if there's not you know if I don't know if it's not the right one for me, it it's painful. It's something that I'm personally invested on, and you know, so it's is yeah. So there is definitely yeah maybe a need for labels, but uh, definitely a need for us to be more um, not so. Uh, what's the word for the demanding or the, so you know of ourselves or so you know like um it's interesting that's an interesting conversation though I mean even if you're to you know I think it's there's an honesty in that though as well and in, in liking what you like mm. you know it's like you don't there's um and I, I yeah there's a I'm trying to, I'm just trying to figure out how that would match back to the original question about our own art versus the community's art, mm. you know, and I think that what can sometimes, what sometimes can come from people being so deep in their own, you know, haven't really developed their craft, actually, you know, really, whether it's a musician or the craft of theatre making or um, whatever, you know, whatever it is you spend the time on, um it can be very difficult then to to look at the ordinary stuff and kind of and you need to kind of look at it in a different way right but yeah I'm just kind of I think it becomes a problem when people become yeah this is kind of a tricky conversation I suppose sometimes art can be perceived as a different world or a different realm or kind mm-hmm. of snob or snobbish or you know out of out of out of people's reach and uh, I'm curious about how to oops, close the window. Um, yeah, I'm curious about you know how it can be. I, yeah, I'm not sure where I'm going actually with this conversation, but yeah, I'm mm. curious about art that is for everybody. And I, again, actually, this comes back to what I was saying was earlier on about having your own experience of it. And then you're, you're having a, a different experience in the in the shared or the co-created um, aspects of it. I'm still I'm still mulling this over. Actually, I'm not I'm not clear on that one yet. Mm. Yeah, 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 no, no, this is absolutely fine, absolutely fine in this in this podcast and especially in this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we are exploring. It's a live exploration. Exploration. <laughs> it's a live yeah. exploration. Yeah. But what what I hear you saying is that, and tell me tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I I misunderstood. But uh, is this relationship of um quality, you know, and excellence? But that is not exclusive, you know. That's not doesn't exclude anyone at the same time, you know. And I don't know if we are creating a contradiction that's not there, but uh, mm. um. But I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I guess what is what actually when I'm coming to, I'm trying to to figure out what my my train of thought, where it was leading to. 
I guess where it leads to is that often people say, I'm not creative. And mm. they they might think of, and what they'll be using as their barometer is like, they'll want to start to play the piano, but they'll never be as good as, let's say, your friend. Mm. And that can be, mm. that can be like for a child, that can be, oh my God, I want to be as good as them. For an adult, it can be, oh, I'm never going to be that good. You know, there's an interesting kind of perception. And I think that's all bull, you know, it's like, uh, it's like they're as good as they are. And, you know, if you love something, give it a go and try. And who says you have to create perfection? And very few, I mean, you know, very few people are going to get that level of excellence. But you can also do it for the enjoyment you know, we are, we're all not going to become ma- masters of our trades. And that's where I'm I'm curious about how we use our, this is where creativity and art are different things in different places and different ways within our society. All of it is valuable and all of it is necessary. We need the excellent, absolutely excellent wines that are only taken out for the very, very special celebrations and we need the table wines that are for the everyday and the dessert wines you know the, the wine <laughs> to get myself a glass of wine after this <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but there's a place for all of it there's yeah a place for all of it and it all weaves a beautiful tapestry of all of us together and those beautiful you know moments of absolute or those experiences of absolute excellence that raise the bar and then there's people doing very ordinary and simple details and you know maybe it's taking care of their family or doing very simple little creative things creating a beautiful meal um, creating a beautiful garden yeah really really simple um, beautiful everyday you know acts of beauty Um, yeah it's all it's all part of our our tapestry Yeah. yeah 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 amazing yeah tapestry yeah i think that's our it's our biggest image for today yeah yes. isn't yeah. it yeah yeah i tend oh. to come back to weaving a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a beautiful metaphor i think it's a mm. beautiful beautiful metaphor for creativity i never i never really thought on these terms but uh, mm, yeah thank you so much for that it's really really beautiful yeah Sinead, will we enter well over, well over today? <laughs> we are. Oh my goodness. Well, gosh, the time just yeah flies by. And um thank you so much for, for joining us today. Thank you so much for your courage to go on this, you know, open space and and, and explore lively uh, with me and, and mm. together and uh and, and thank you so much for sharing with us all your insights and, and thoughts and beautiful images on, on creativity. It's, it's mm. so helpful and, and oh, generous. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. It's so beautiful to hear more about your work and, you know, your passion in for theatre and and also a little bit about your, your own life and your, your, your family and those, the interweaving of all of that. It's really wonderful to to get to know you a little bit better um Mm. i really i i love this conversation and i really appreciate the space thank you oh thank you thank you and uh and uh oh thank you too and uh and i really i don't feel we are finished and uh so we will we'll keep continue we'll continue (laughs) 
We'll continue. We'll continue later. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, my dear. Thank you. Now I wonder. What was your favorite insight in this episode? And most importantly, how can you integrate this new discovery into your practice as a creator right now? Want to go deeper? Go to our website and subscribe to our newsletter and receive exclusive insights and inspiration on building a freaking awesome career as a socially engaged creator every other week. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find our show notes or any links that we mentioned today on our website, www.raquelbalistella.com podcast. If you got some interesting insights or found more clarity and inspiration in this episode, could you please do me a quick favor and leave us a five stars review? This podcast is still pretty new and your review will help other artists just like you to find it and discover new ways of expanding their art and impact too. Thank you so much for following your creative path and for all the beautiful, meaningful, extraordinary things you create in the world, whatever form they take. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch up with you next time.